Coming to you live from central Vietnam, it's the Traveling Dukes Podcast! Uh, I believe it's Friday there, Tom. Yeah, but uh, I, I do get confused regularly. Yeah, we don't really have jobs anymore. The days are all the same. Yeah. It's turning tonight. Yes. All right. So, welcome to the Traveling Dukes podcast, episode two. You convinced us Ooh. to come back. Yeah, we're actually doing a follow-up episode somehow. Uh, so, today, what did we do? We decorated our house. Simon. That's right. That's right. Today, uh, we actually just released a video. Well, it's all about time travel. It's all timey-wimey time travel. So when I'm talking about this, it'll actually have been released like three or four days ago. But we released a video where we went and bought some Christmas decorations. It was a budget video. We only had $10 to spend. Well, I think the story goes a little deeper than that. We bought some decorations. And we also uh, took a tree, which you can see behind me. Uh, and that rhymed. Yeah, we, we found a tree. Well, Tom found a tree. Well, he found branches of a tree um, near the beach. And look at that. That Would you believe that's just a couple of branches of a tree? Yeah, it's pretty good. And, uh, you know, guys, it, it really isn't feeling very Christmassy outside. No, that's Not right. No, no. This is a typhoon. We're on about day five of typhoon weather. I but, mean, you know, we it's, have... It's been a week of straight rain. What's going on? What's the weather forecast, Kurt? 100% rain for the next, I don't know, bajillion days, though. Damn it, man. There's a guy who owned a bar, who owns a bar, who said that it rained for 40 days last year. Non-stop. 40 days, all of December, and then some January. It's all about timing in business, fellas. All about timing. And here we are with my sunglasses on, very optimistic as always. Yeah. Well, Kurt, you know, I enjoyed the first podcast so much, I said, Kurt, we desperately need to make another one. And especially one that I can be heard, because I, I could not be heard in the last one. We had some uh, technical difficulties last time, but I think we've resolved them, hopefully. Hope to God. Because <laughs> last time was brutal. Like, I had, to, I had to go out and individually edit out every single time we put down our glass. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're not using tissues to dampen that sound, but... Because uh, we're too broke for coasters. Yeah, uh, we're also too broke. broke for good alcohol. What are we drinking today? Mm. Uh, we're, dr we're actually drinking rum this time. Last time I said we were drinking rum, but we are actually drinking gin. <laughs> and uh, this is uh, the same brand, Hero uh, White Rum. From Germany. Dangerously cheap, right? Dangerously cheap. 85,000 dong, yeah, best deal in town. $3.50 for a 75 centiliter bottle of rum. That's, uh, and that's, what, 40%? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It doesn't taste too good. All right, fellas. Well, let's, let's, let's cut the nonsense. Uh, <laughs> let's get into some of our topics for today. We've got three topics for today. Okay. And our first topic for the day is China's Soul Machine. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Sounds like, sounds like an interesting band name. Yeah, it does Ooh, sound like, like a that. good yeah. band name. Soul Machine is actually a David Bowie song. Is it? Yeah, it's not, not China's Soul Machine. Not China's Soul Machine, but he does have a song called China Doll. Have they plagiarized Bowie? Uh, maybe. Okay, so what the Chinese are doing from the Shenzhen Institute of Advanced Technology. Mm. That sounds ominous, right? All right, they've Shen launched... Shenzhen, for the people who don't know. Shenzhen is the border city to Hong Kong. It was a special economic zone. 
And the fastest growing city in the world, right? Yeah, yeah if you look crazy. at the growth of that place, it's wild. Like, uh, overview uh, surveillance of, like, the city. I don't know, they're expanding outwards. I think Vox did a good thing on it. But yeah, like, in um, the last decade, it's gone from a village to a city to what the hell, right? It was literally a swamp, like, yeah. 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, so the goal of this is to build the world's most powerful magnetic resonance imaging machine. To right. scan the neuro, every single neuron of the human brain, which has never been done before. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's actually pretty cool. Well, they're thinking that maybe if they could scan every single neuron, that they could actually see if there is some sort of soul or whatever. What? Oh, that's why yeah. they call it the soul machine. Well, whoa, whoa, actually, whoa. they don't call it the soul machine. Ooh. I call it well, the soul yeah, machine. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a good name. That's a yeah. good name for okay, it. Okay, what stage is this project in? Are they just testing it on, like, I don't know, lab rats? Or? Well, I haven't scrolled down that far enough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we don't, it's all actually sort of secret right now. The only reason we know about this is that some scientists actually disclosed this to the media. Mm. So we oh, like really? it's okay. yeah it's it's, okay, it's cloak so and dagger stuff that. there, fellas, as it is always with the Chinese. Mm-hmm. Okay. But check it out. So you guys seen this uh this giant telescope? We've seen this before. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Uh, Where's this in uh, Guizhou? I Guizhou, think. right? Yeah. So this this telescope, they're trying. It's the world's largest radio telescope, and they're trying to find aliens, right? Mm-hmm. Is it finally operational? And it oh took, yeah, like, decades to complete or something like. That. It didn't take that long, no. but yeah, it's, it's. I think it's operational. It's it's. It's not really doing that great. But, <laughs> okay, okay. But so this brain scanning machine has more funding than the world's largest radio telescope. Wow. Okay. Whoa. Um, yeah. The funding comes from what? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. So so maybe maybe they could understand where the soul is. Of the, I mean, we'll get on to that. But but why why are the Chinese so interested in funding this? I feel like there's a hidden agenda here. Yeah, what's the hidden agenda? What, what are they trying to gain? <laughs> Well, they're trying to understand human behavior, essentially, right? I mean, that sounds good, right? That, that's... Oh, yeah? To an extent... I mean, all science is to, to discover... I don't know. If, if they're trying to discover, like, f- further, further understand the neurons in a body, that's got to be good for, for just fundamental science. But, well, here's a question. Do you think the soul can be located in the body? I don't know. What do you think, Tom? It sounds to me like the Chinese are trying to purchase a stake of uh, the soul of 1.4 billion people. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, oh but, boy. but they're basically, they're also, there also could be some actual real world benefits to this. Right. Like, you could possibly know more about how Parkinson's and Alzheimer's actually right, well, work, that's right? Great. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But how does it work? Like, uh, give me some background on this. Uh, well, it's all is it a machine. Is it a, a? It's a magnetic scanner, and we don't have any pictures of this. This is all like top secret stuff that the Chinese. Is it like? Is it like it. MRI? Is that is that what you're saying? Or? Yeah, I guess so. Something mm-hmm. similar. To that. I mean, I'm not a fucking you know radiologist or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It says brain hats for workers. What all right. Okay. So whoa. So, so earlier this year, there was this major story that came out that train conductors and construction workers were getting these hats put on them Mm. and they were mapping the human emotions. So if like a train conductor was getting too sleepy or getting too angry on the work site or whatever, the 
brain hat would know. And then, then this, this, uh, this piece of equipment is disguised as like a hard hat, right? It looks like a, yeah. like a oh, structure no side thanks, hat. Oh, no yeah. no so, thanks. So these people have no idea what's going on. Well, they well, know. They probably know, yeah. They, they know that. Just, they probably just have to do it. Yeah, the, you don't have a choice. Yeah. Like all these construction sites, all these railways, they're all run by the government. Oh, okay. good. What, 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 <laughs> you tired, Simon? No. You ran out of a <laughs> drink, so Tom? Uh, well, yeah, I have. Give all me some right. of that cheap rum. Okay. Wait, so what's, what's the aim? Like, they're putting these hats on all these workers. Are they trying to, like, research what? Well, if you could understand what people, how people act in certain situations, right? You can predict behavior, right? Mm -hmm. You can predict be human behavior, and therefore you can cater the whole world to them, essentially, right? Right. Know what things are going to piss off people, right? Right. And then if you could predict behavior, you can map out the whole universe. Oh, God. We may, for the first time, capture a full picture of human consciousness. Ugh. I don't know if that is a good thing. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's all. Maybe the, the mystery is, is, what, is what makes us. Well, exactly right. Like, like if that. you did find the soul, like, w or didn't find the soul, then it's like, it ruins everything, right? I don't know if you can. I mean, like, it's, it's literally one of the only things no scientist has ever been able to even come close to targeting. I agree. It sounds like the search for something which cannot be well found. Well, it's sort of similar to like their giant radio telescope on the look for aliens. <laughs> probably not going to find aliens. Probably not going to find a soul, China. But they still pump billions of dollars into something which... Uh, yeah, you know, when their people well, are still yeah, pretty, pretty starving. Completely so, like, disposable yeah. income, the Chinese government. Well, yeah. <laughs> disposable for who? Right? <laughs> disposable for how long? Exactly. Uh, now, I've just been tantalized by your second heading, which says Korean spy cam porn. What? Epidemic. Epidemic. Uh, you want to pass over that rum there, <laughs> son? Let's get into the oh, heavy boy. topics here, That's boys. That's an epidemic, Korean is it? spy cam porn epidemic. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, See, Korean, Korean cam porn epidemic could kind of make sense, but spy cam porn epidemic? Now, now, now I'm just tantalized. All right, so this is a big deal in South Korea right now. Yeah. Because... I don't know if you fellas know, but South Korea leads the world in smartphone ownership. Really? Yeah. 90. Really? Wait, what, yeah. What do, you, what do you mean, smartphone ownership? The percentage uh, of the yeah. population? 90% oh. of adults have one, and 93% uh, one smartphone, and 93% have access to the internet. Right. So they're okay. the most digitally connected society in the South world. South Korea. South Korea, And that's yeah. so funny being so close to North Korea. Just like the difference between how free you could be just by a border. Yeah, well, you guys out. ever seen those like satellite images at night between North and South Korea? One is completely lit, lit up, up yeah, and North sure. Korea is completely black because they shut off all the lights at night there. <laughs> no power in the like, evening. It, all yeah, right. it's pretty sad. I mean, yeah, but like you, you can still see things like that in China. Like China's central heating system, um, the Chinese government choose when to turn all of the radiators on or off in China, and they barely give out radiators to anybody. God, I so hate. like it's all it's all in different uh, measurements, you know. I, I hate that story. I just don't believe it. I don't believe it's that story. It's garbage, dude. I, I mean, the it. south of China has no radiators. Like, I don't believe it. Yeah. Did we have a radiator in the Sky Palace? Well, no, no we but I still don't believe it. <laughs> All right, fellas, so Korean spy camp porn epidemic. Let's get back to the topic <laughs> at right, hand. All right, let's do it. All right, so. Important topic. Yeah, there are, so what, what's happening are there are these little GoPro 
cameras mm-hmm. that are sold for like 20, 30 bucks on all these like South Korean websites. Okay. Just disposable little cameras. Like they shape them like they look like those battery packs for phones mm-hmm. or like water bottles, baseball caps, just to get pictures and videos of girls. So you're saying that the average Korean consumer is buying a product which they think is... Something. They think it's a water bottle and yeah, it's actually a camera. Yeah, honest and they're actually bugging themselves. Well, well, no, no. You have to go on the website and order these. They're like spy things. They're like James Bond stuff. Like stupid sh- stuff from but like the But the people 70s. who ordered these products don't know that they're ordering... No, no, they know well, that they they're... Know. They know what? they're buying a hat with a camera. Yeah. Wait, wait, oh, they know? Yeah. I thought yeah. the point was that they were being bugged. Why, no, why do they do that? No. So, so they're buying something they think is cool because it's a hidden camera and it's been used against them. No, they're buying it because they're making porn with it. I'm confused. I don't know. No, they're buying it to make porn, to produce porn with a a secret camera. Oh, I'm sorry. And is that like a a guy will buy a water bottle then put it in a room and film his girlfriend with him? Well, girlfriend or like on the train or like going up an escalator, like you hold the camera and it has the camera it gets the upskirt. Who's at the head of this? Well, I don't know, man. It seems like it's all these like porn sites are making. Give me some stats. All right, I'll give you some stats. There are six thousand reported instances every year of a woman saying she found a camera, and eighty percent of the what? victims are women. All right. And you probably think that for every case which has been, it's, you know, so many are not well more that are not totally, well, totally, for sure, not. for sure, that's totally. Not good. That's not good. One of the most like biggest like websites in South Korea for this stuff is uh, Soranet, and it's filled with specifically uh, cameras from bathrooms, like toilets, oh and changing rooms, oh and swimming pools. Yeah, wow. go into a public toilet in South Korea, especially a female one, you don't know if there's a little camera in there that's just in the, just like, anywhere. this big. Just anywhere, it could just yeah. be anywhere. Yeah. yeah, no idea. Okay, so, so check this out. So last year, uh, over 6,000 cases were reported last year. Over 5,000 people were taken into custody, but only 119 went to prison. Mm. It's like, it's, it's like a difficult crime. Like you can't, you can't send someone to prison because they filmed someone on a train. If you documented a female, even in an act or nude, then yes, that's punishable. But like, if you've, sadly, if you filmed a girl on a train, they can't send you to prison. It's one of those. See if you're trying it's to like, look up her skirts or something on the train. Well, maybe. I mean that that yeah. that would that would obviously be bad. I, I, I just think that, well, a there's enough porn out there to satisfy everyone. That's a fact, right? Like, we do not need more. There is there is enough porn. B, there is gonna, enough porn B, in the if world. If you're going to invest millions of dollars into all these fucking fancy equipments and people to run this show. Like, there's got to be a hidden agenda. What the hell? Like, there can't just be, oh, here's a fucking nip slip, here's an upskirt shot. What are they doing? Why are they bugging people with cameras? Well, I don't know. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's everybody, right? Like, like, guys will be filming it because they're just pervs. Um, and then these websites will be making a crap ton of money from all these uploads with ad revenue. Websites like, like, like Pornhub doesn't produce any of its own content. But it it's outrageously well off. It's it's all just personal uploads. Yeah. So like yeah, the, these these porn websites like will be making insane money. From six thousand people or five thousand people got caught. You say like I don't know. I don't want to know. Hundred got arrested. Like went to prison. Man. I don't want to know how many people are actually doing it and not getting caught. Six. Well, yeah. I mean, like it must million, be right? ridiculous. Well, you, here's what. It can't just be in the name of porn. <laughs> nice line, Tom. Nice in line. the name of porn. In the name of porn. I do declare. All right, so check this out. The, one of the most interesting things I thought 
was that th- there was this uh, police lady in this BBC documentary. This is where I found out about it. Okay. It's like this BBC expose. Okay. Okay. On there, guys. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. All right. She's 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 been going around over the past couple of years to like fifteen hundred different toilets. And in this what? one city or whatever, right? On purpose, yeah. On purpose, like. Well, yeah, checking them out because yeah, the biggest one is the toilets. Okay. They all still got the a lot of them's got those squat toilets, no, but right? In, in Easy West, to sorry, th- in, in South Korea. South Korea. Yeah, okay. but what yeah. footage are you getting from a squat toilet? Well, there's a lot of guys that are into pee porn, you know. Yeah, but yeah, in a dirty. For, okay. But what she I mean, was, uh, what, I won't pretend to understand. What she was saying was that the the guys who install those cameras leave them up for 15 minutes and then take them out. Oh, so, so you it's can like catch these people uh, pretty... Oh, no, oh, it's oh, so it's hard to... Yeah. Because they, they come and go, yeah. They come and yeah, go. it's like you you put a camera in, you watch like two or three girls go in, then you take a camera out, wow. then you're out. It's a gang, it's an organized circle. It's got to be mafia, uh, yeah, right? Probably. I, I mean... Uh, the porn mafia of South Korea. The porn mafia. I mean, hey, if you control one city and you have all these guys recording hundreds of videos, then you have a website with these hundreds of videos on big, big bucks. Yeah, so... Big, Just big for a second, bucks. put yourself in the shoes of this woman, right? Most of the people out there have a respectable job. They do a good thing for a good living. That woman goes around 1,500 toilets in how many days searching for cameras? Yeah. Yeah, what? it's a it's a shitty oh, job. That is the worst job. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow. I don't know if she's if she's breaking these break, breaking these mafias. Well, apparently not so job. much. Like well, only a hundred out of the five. Well, it is called that, an epidemic. It is an epidemic. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, so I thought to tie this in a couple other things. Uh, so as 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 with all things in the world, it was always stolen from the black man. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? So what? so back in the nineteen eighties, <laughs> Chuck Berry, Chuck Berry uh, of Johnny B. Good fame, yeah, yeah. when he died, they found this treasure trove of like thousands of tapes of pornography, mm-hmm. and he used to own a restaurant. And uh, Wentzville, I don't, know, I don't even know where the hell that is. In 1987, he bought that. And he used to be putting cameras behind the toilet seats. Oh, boy. With, and, and also Chuck aerial Barry? views. That was Chuck yeah. Berry doing that shit? Chuck Berry. No. Motherfucking oh, pervert. Oh, he's yeah. so nice, though. Back in the 80s, though. I mean, I I mean like, spy cam toilet porn in the 80s. I mean... Say what you will, but the guy's kind of a kind of an innovator. Yeah, but I mean, also, <laughs> a, a also, perverted innovator. I mean, yeah, I'll say that, but then also, like, how does the how does the woman not notice a camera that back in the eighties was probably kind like, like this yeah, massive, like true, size yeah. of my arm, <laughs> <laughs> just like sticking right out the toilet? Oh no! Nineteen eighties GoPro stuff. No, I, I honestly don't know who Chuck Berry is. You need to Johnny B. Good. Mm-hmm. That, that song. But that's all he's famous for. Roll over, ba- no. He's like one of the. He's like the guy that created rock and roll, essentially. Whoa. Okay. Like, it's a big yeah. He's like the guy that Elvis took a lot of his music off of. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't know who he is. I guess. Uh, and Q- the Beatles. Q on some Chuck Berry music. Mm. Well, 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 we, we, well, can't, we probably we can't. Take it down yeah, yeah. <laughs> Copyright. Yeah. Well, I'll play okay, it for you later, fine. Tom. Gonna monetize this. Just educate yeah. yourself, God, for God's sakes, Tom. Just, Last I'm week you sorry. don't know the Sopranos. I this week you don't know, know Chuck Berry. It's I ridiculous. It's getting it's ridiculous. Whatever. <laughs> educate yourself, apparently. And uh, <laughs> just to, just to end off this little segment, have you guys ever heard of sharking videos? Sharking. No. All right. Is so that 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 baby baby shark on oh, YouTube? No, ping pong. No, <laughs> no, that's not. It. Nope. That was in the latest YouTube baby, rewind. Baby baby shark. Oh, YouTube rewind can go. 
fuck itself. That yeah. that that was garbage, Atrocious. man. That what, was garbage. Why did that break the records? What happened, Simon? I was the well. Right now, it's the second most disliked video ever. No, it just broke it. Just broke it. it. Just broke it. Whoa, yeah, okay. good for yeah, it. It good finally beat out Justin Bieber's baby after like a week. <laughs> good for that. YouTube Rewind started in I think it was like 2012, maybe 13. And back then, though, like we were, I showed you 2014. There's one. some good ones. It yeah. had it had Smosh dancing in the the Breaking Bad van to fucking what does the fox say that's gold that, that's yeah, gold that's little kid with the rewind button yeah now you got yeah. Casey Neistat just like we need K-pop and uh, it was pretty it was pretty nope. cringy nope. I, I do feel like we could go let's give a shout out this. to all the women of this year what yeah, this is all what the women about, right? like, really all so of them the the night, do you see it has hashtag emotional in the in the video <laughs> the other night we watched this uh, kind of together and Simon got very annoyed and I want you to try and Tell the fucking viewers what you said. I mean, I mean, it's so many things. So, so, so believe me, like, we, I think we all fundamentally support women's rights and the, the inclusion of women in all media, but it just doesn't need to be said in YouTube Rewind. It's just, that's not where it should be said. Like, women have made great strides in film and uh, entertainment throughout the last year. But YouTube Rewind is not the place for that. It's a place for content creators having a good time, not like trying to make you feel certain emotions. It's just misplaced to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well said. And the fact that so many big YouTubers were this, like, not involved. Yeah, PewDiePie, PewDiePie yeah, wasn't but... invited. PewDiePie. Yeah. You know, there was actually, there's a little cartoon sketch. In, I saw that. Yeah, it's yeah. got a submarine and then a peace symbol and then a P, so it's sub, sub two pewds. Yeah, it's like a like a little subliminal. And it actually included his chair in it too. It, did it, did it. it included PewDiePie's chair that he tries to sell. Oh or well, that's good. It, yeah, well, I think they, they slipped him by the the, <laughs> the top chin. brass in San Francisco because yeah. they can't handle a little controversial Swedish man. Well, here's well, to YouTube Rewind 2019. Well, all right. So, did we want to hear about what sharking videos are? Yes, please. Let's okay. do it. Yeah. All right. What's so, sharking, sharking videos Excuse blew me. up like three years ago. I'm not gonna play them right now because it's actually it's. It's atrocious what people do to women in, in these countries. Sharking videos are like this thing in Japan, mostly, where there's like a two-man team. One guy holds a camera. The other guy just goes up to a random woman in the street, usually just walking home or whatever, right. and they either tear their blouse off or like tear their, their skirt down. It's, it's insane. And yeah, it's a like, huge thing in Japan. That is so I, I'll be honest, I've never heard of sharking. Like, could we maybe take a look at a clip and have an honest reaction? Or... Yeah, well, all right. I, mean, yeah, I, don't, so, I don't know about one. Well, yeah, sharking right. compilation. Yeah, so, like, we've got a woman that, I don't I don't know how Japan is, but it looks like she's, she's like, in a school guard off. And it's like, I don't know if this is real or not. Right, okay. Oh no. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm this, done with that is, immediately. That's like just, a, that's just real cool. stuff. This is not faked or anything. Yeah, this that's just like not. Well, I'm sure some Jesus of it's Christ. faked. Well, no, right, but I mean, but... like, why would you fake that when you could just fucking do it? That's yeah. just bullshit, man. Yeah, man, there's a lot of creepy stuff going on in Asia, man. It's like, mm. it's pretty horrible. There's still a sex slave trade here. Like, it's, it's, it's horrendous. Shocking is mainly Japanese or. All over Asia, or? that yeah, Japanese is, is where you get the sharking, and then you get the spy cams in Korea. <laughs> All right, Kurt. Well, Can we say anything good about Asia. China, right now? <laughs> China's trying to find a person's soul, and Korea's spying in toilets. Well, come on, give us and some Japan good news. All right, so all right, so I've sort of planned this out this way. So 
Give so, us a right, we've, uh, I knew it was going to be a little bit of a downer mm. for this Korean spy game. But just a little bit of uh, knowledge to the listeners out there. If you are going to Korea, especially if you are a woman, and you're going to like a public toilet or a public chamber. Yeah, be place, careful. Yeah, like, watch yourself. Take take a look around yeah, watch before, before you go to the bathroom, you know? Because like, it's it's a huge problem there. Right, third article. All right, so we've gone on to segment number three, Vietnamese bling bling. <laughs> We're doing a little local news here, fellas. All right, Vietnam. All right, what is that? Right, gold so, chains? Yeah, this guy is this Vietnamese oil guy. He, okay. he started out oil trading. Mm. So he bought one barrel of oil, and then he just start, he just he was just starting making deals. Uh, getting He bought it at the right time, sold it for more. Bought more, sold more. Like just that, like, like not even finding oil, just buying a barrel of oil and cashing it in. Mm. And this guy is walking around with 13 kilograms of gold on him all the time. Jesus. <laughs> what do you mean, all the time? Uh, all the time. All right. So oh, my God. God. Look at that guy. What is that? What's his name? I have, uh, let's see. Tran Nook Fuck. Tran doesn't <laughs> give fuck. a fuck. We tried our best. He's wearing a, this 36 year old is, wears a total of 30, 13 kilograms of gold wherever he goes. <laughs> he has what? five bodyguards at all times. Yeah, no, no okay, way. So yeah, but five it, might not even be enough. If you're carrying that much gold around, people could, it's the heist of the century. It's a ridiculous Just beat that man you know, up and like. You know, I really like a rags to riches story. Prove me wrong. What did he do wrong? He didn't do anything wrong. No, he was just bottle of oil. Now he's got a. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got it here. He made his fortune in his twenties by trading oil. He claims that he started off with one barrel, but anticipated a steep increase in price and borrowed money from his friends and family to buy cheap oil and sell it when the price became higher. Yeah. Sure. His gamble okay. paid off as oil prices skyrocketed. Just worked the stock exchange. From 5,000 right? dong oh, to 8,000 dong Whoa. and then 10,000 overnight. Like, all within guy, Vietnam. All yeah. Good for him, key, man. Yeah. Good for him. And, and apparently, yeah, like, uh, okay, so he's walking around with $550,000 worth of gold. Dollars. <laughs> yeah, dollars. That's the heist of the century. Just take down those bodyguards and beat him up. Take his gold and right, you, so you've it, made enough th for There's life. a missing link here. I like the story. I like the way it starts. But how do you go from having one barrel of oil to half a million dollars of gold around your neck? Uh, uh, well, I don't, I don't know. That means me. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently he's a YouTube sensation in, uh, in uh, Vietnam and sure, across Asia sure. right now. He's got millions of views right now. Sure, let's he interview him. Let's say, so let's I guess say a Oh, look at him go. Look at him go. This is number nine on trending. What? He's got like really? four million views wow. from like last week. And he's just walking around with those, just that gold around his neck. <laughs> look at it. Like an Egyptian. Yeah, look at those gold oh rings, dude. This dude does not give a fuck. Yeah, that's right. I, I mean, good I, for him. I can good kind of tell him. his posture has been changed by the amount of gold. Well, okay. So, so <laughs> this, is actually, yeah. this is actually part of the story. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so he went to the doctor because his giant gold necklace 
was giving him neck pain. <laughs> yeah, of course it was. Look at it. I mean, that thing is huge. It's it looks insane. like a, it looks like a comedy skit. Like it looks like a, those those fake chains you'd see in like an old movie. Like yeah, that just re- looks ridiculous. It, it looks fake. Yeah. Imagine so if you were front heavy because your nose weighed twenty kilograms. That's what it's like. So so he went to the doctor and the doctor said, "Put the lime in the take it off." The doctor said, "Take Four, that off look. your neck." He's the doctor said, "Take it off." off your neck and he's like no I'm not gonna do that <laughs> so the doctor started giving him pain pills oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ to walk around oh, with God. this bless this man like bless look this at this man. guy I mean bless him you know but does he actually have any tangible wealth is it just a, a show that's his tangible wealth it might well, be it might be all he has <laughs> I, I, I'm just thinking that this guy like he's put all his money into this thing and you start with one barrel and suddenly you've got five hundred thousand dollars worth of gold around your neck that's yeah. That so that's a five <laughs> kilogram necklace of gold. <laughs> oh boy! He's got two large bracelets weighing each five kilograms and four five hundred gram oh, rings that, and gold waistbands. I mean, you know, fuck yeah. To be honest with you, yeah. like, I mean, to own and to rock are different things. He could own that, or he could do what he's doing. She's fucking rocking it. Look at him in his gold. He's, I mean, he's, he's definitely, gold. definitely yeah, rocking he's, that gold. Trend up fuck is killing it. <laughs> uh, so, so contrast to to us, yeah, right now. Oh, well. uh, we're we're pretty broke. We're pretty I mean, broke. That's the biggest contrast I've ever seen. Yeah, well, we're we're currently uh, living on a measly budget. We only had ten dollars to decorate this house with uh, Christmas decorations, but all that's going to change pretty soon, boys. Well, hopefully it will. I mean, hopefully some people start actually buying our tea. Yeah, so let me do a quick little plug uh, towards the end of this video. Uh, This is our magical monk fruit tea, and you can buy this on our store, TravelingDukes.com. We are the only people on the internet that sell this specific monk fruit tea, and it is a wonderful brew that we discovered in Southern Asia, uh, Southern China, while we were living there. And this thing, you brew it for a couple of minutes. It's naturally sweet, but has zero sugars, carbs or calories and is a perfect brew for the cold season i mean forget the sales bitch it's just delicious it's It's just so delicious delicious. you cannot try it anywhere else Mm, that's right that's right all right enough plugs let's do a little let's do a little update from our previous podcast Mm. so uh we basically are our last podcast said basically nothing about this huawei chick (laughs) Right. Except that she had a goldfish, which wasn't even real. <laughs> I thought that was a metaphor. Right? It, was, it was clearly some some crazy Chinese metaphor that got mistranslated <laughs> by you specifically. Well, well, wow. well let's not cast to blame. I mean, you know, well, wow. Simon. All right, so there. So, wait. quick, quick little recap on the yeah, first. All right, yeah, yeah. So, all right, so it's Meng Wangzhou. Uh, she's the CFO of Huawei, mm-hmm. and she got arrested for setting up a shell company knowingly to skirt Iranian sanctions from the UN to send technology to the Iranians. Not, not uranium. Not uranium. <laughs> yeah, I definitely not heard uranium. uranium last time, but I was incredibly tired. So what is China doing? China is basically saying uh, to Canada, like, release her now and Justin Trudeau is sitting there like kind of like no don't feel like it well no he's saying though I can't really do anything it's a rule of law <laughs> like <laughs> just look like kind of like a dick to be honest oh, really well, well he's I just he's quite right. he's, he, I mean I actually agree with him on this case he just looks kind of weak but uh so it's what China has done 
is arrested two Canadians in China in response. Really? Yes, that's oh, right. Oh, that's like trading hostages. Right. Mm-hmm. What are the yeah, charges? Yeah, basically. Well, just right, two, so, two random Canadians? Well, now we have Calgary-born entrepreneur Michael Spavor and K- former Canadian diplomat Michael Korvrig. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're pretty big guys, apparently. Were they doing anything? Well, they were taken into Chinese custody on Monday uh, on suspicion of endangering national, national security. security. What does that really? mean? Twenty-four hours after this ordeal, and that's yeah. what happens. Now. Exactly. Yeah, what does exactly. that mean? Okay, so did these guys do anything wrong at all? Uh, I mean, probably not. I mean, they're Canadians, <laughs> right? The Canadians, they, what have they ever done? Literally. You ever seen that video of like two Canadians? Um, the, there's like two cars parked next to each other and they, they're arguing. And they're like, oh, why don't you move, eh? Oh, I'll give you a bit. Oh, you know, you don't want to mess with me, eh? And they're just sort of like going near each other, but they would never touch each other. They're just, just, just they, they, as Canadians. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't hurt. They don't hurt. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. People. Canadian spies, it's it's... It's not going to happen, people. <laughs> like, this is a totally trumped up charges. And so, yeah, that's our little update right now. Wow. So, I mean, the reality is, like, if China gets into a little argument with any country, are business people, are entrepreneurs going to go do business in China where they could just get picked up? Uh, the drop of a hat if your country does something wrong like why would you if, ever if, go if, to China if there's a lot more cases of it yeah well I mean there's mm. well, well, well so well. You know, it's just an act of like uh, host, well what's the word okay, hostility I'll start again uh, what's the word hostility so we know it's only an act of retaliation but um, nicely done Tom <laughs> I got the word saved <laughs> come on saved come on. yep I grew up in England. I speak English. Um, no, so we know it's only attack. Uh, fuck, whatever. All right, so well, yeah. So all right, so uh, the, the editor in chief of the Communist Party-run tabloid, the Global Times. Global Times, my favorite Chinese newspaper. Oh mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Warned that if Canada extradites Hmong, right? Like mm-hmm. so. Canada's going to extradite her to the U.S. for these charges, right? Wow, okay. So it's, he's saying that if Canada extradites Hmong to the U.S., China's revenge will be far worse than detaining a Canadian. Whoa! whoa. It's like, whoa. That's a threat. And what yeah. do you think they mean by that? Well, they're going to they're gonna try to screw them over trade-wise, essentially. Right? Just like block shipments to Canada, anything... Any Canadian dairy because they, they can buy really just afford to do that. Like they're they're not they're not. I think they're all blustered. To be honest with you, they're, mm-hmm. they're I don't know. So they're essentially going to use her as leverage to try and get what they want. Well, some people are saying Trump is actually gonna is actually gonna maybe use this as a bargaining chip. Right. She, like he might let her go if Huawei stops being. Uh, like crazy spy people mm. hanging out with Iranians. Mm. Wow, okay. So you're saying that maybe uh, the US take control of this and if they get some kind of deal where she stops doing what she's doing, they'll get her back. Possibly. I think maybe. that's probably the most likely situation mm. right now. I do not see the the daughter of the Huawei founder being locked up in an American prison for very long. Probably no. not. Yeah, yeah. Probably not. Especially yeah. when it is a serious thing. Eight really. billion dollars, no more, right? Like I think it's like two or three actually. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kurt, that was some that was some uh, enlightening news. Some some with a darker tone, but well, you know, we, I enjoyed uh, the I enjoyed the uh, uh, journey, the, the gold chain, man. <laughs> it was it was very ent- entertaining. Yeah, I uh, was rocking it. 
Yeah, we found out. So what did we learn today, fellas? We learned that uh, Chuck Berry's a pervert. Yep. Uh, watch yourself in Japanese toilets. No, it's South Korean toilets. Fuck! <laughs> I was going to say, watch where you pee. Mm. Watch where you pee, people. Uh, and yeah. uh, we're sitting in front of a, a pea tree, dressed hey, up as a Christmas tree. So it's a nice little uh, little way to end a uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. The world is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm out of liquor, and uh, I'm out of stories. So this is the Traveling Dukes Podcast, episode two. Uh, see you later. See you, see you never. I'm out. Come back next week for more nonsense. Thank God.